Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make Hello, your life this better. week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I hope everybody's been having a wonderful week. You know, we've wrapped up here in Michigan where I'm at the fall as we get ready to move in that what I call blah time, which is the winter. My axial spondyloarthritis and me just don't mix well with the winter. I enjoyed living down south all those years that I did. So you can see from today's episode, we're going to cover a topic that's not real fun, but is oh so important, and that's depression and spondylitis and understanding the connection and what you can do. And this episode, I'll say it right up front, it's not medical advice, and also it's not going to solve the issue of whether you have depression or don't have depression. Hopefully what it will do is give you the ability, a desire, anything to stand up and look at your condition and if you are dealing with any type of depression to get professional help to talk to somebody could be a therapist a psychiatrist a priest anybody that is willing to listen and to help you talk through whatever it is that you're going through at this time now this is taking from my spondylitisteam.com and I'll like all of my episodes, I will have a link in the show notes to it. It goes on to talk about depression and spondylitis. It says, people with chronic diseases such as arthritis and spondylitis often also experience mental health disorders like depression. Research has found that the prevalence of depression may range from 20% to as high as 55% in people with AS, which is you know a severe form of the spondylitis. People with spondylitis may experience higher rates of depression than the general population, too, it says. This increased risk may be because of the factors such as chronic pain, inflammation, and the disease activity associated with spondylitis. My response to that is, yeah, no kidding. When you're in constant pain, no matter what you do hurts. When you see family members, friends doing things and things that you would have easily done maybe in a prior time and you're restricted from doing some of those, whether it's a self-restriction or a physical restriction, all of that plays upon your mental state. And so I would think that anybody with any type of arthritis or spondylitis is going to have a higher rate of depression. And that doesn't mean it's for everybody. Some people are very good and, and able to easily soothe and, and console themselves and, and move through everything that they need to do to avoid the depression. I will be upfront. While I don't have constant depression, I do get a general anxiety disorder, and that leads to depressive times that I deal with. I dealt with one not too long ago. And so when you deal with that, it's just miserable. On top of not feeling good, then you have your brain working against you. If you're in that situation where you're dealing with depression, reach out to somebody. Could be a friend, could be colleague, could be, you know, a professional, like a therapist, a psychiatrist, whoever. Reach out to somebody to get the help that you need. Can't generally do this by yourself to come out of it. And that help that that person gives you can just be so important. And if you are not dealing with depression, but you know somebody that is, reach out to them. Say, hey, I haven't heard from you. Let's talk. Let's chat. And hopefully you're that person that helps to bring them out or put them with the right helper that they need. So it goes on to say, research has found that pain and depression are related. Yeah, I would believe that. Chronic pain can increase the risk of depression, and depression can make a person more sensitive to the feelings of pain. person wrote, I get so depressed because I have to stop anything I'm doing to rest. 
tired and depressed, and today I feel trapped by my pain, wrote another. Well, I think we can all associate and accept and understand that. When you hurt, you don't want to do anything, or you want to do as little as possible, and that can really just be a mental drain, a mental blah to have to deal with. So addressing and treating depression may help improve the quality of life and the symptoms of spondylitis. In the article, they go on to talk about how spondylitis and depression are related and some things you can do to hopefully help with any mood changes that you're dealing with and how to uh, help, you know, maybe move through some of that. So ultimately, what is depression? Well, depression is a serious mood disorder that affects how you think, feel, and handle activities of everyday life, according to the National Institutes of Mental Health. Depression is commonly diagnosed if a person experiences depressive symptoms for most of the day for at least two weeks. Some symptoms of depression include persistent feelings of sadness, anxiety, or emptiness, sleeping problems such as insomnia or oversleeping, loss of interest or pleasure in hobbies or activities you usually enjoy, fatigue or lack of energy, cognitive changes such as difficulties concentrating or trouble making decisions, weight loss or gain, and suicidal thoughts or attempts. Depression is one of the most common mental health disorders, and there's an estimated 3.8% of the population are affected. Uh, worldwide, that's approximately 280 million people have depression. Chronic illnesses commonly co-occur or are risk factors for developing depression. Diagnosis of a chronic illness, as well as the physical, emotional, social, and financial burdens of living with a chronic disease, may lead to depressive uh, emotions or clinical depression. And again, and I can certainly understand, it's really that dog chasing its tail in a circle and that it's just constantly, you never know which one is is gaining on the other, and it's just a never-ending circle that you deal with. So feelings of depression, they can change. They can decrease as someone acclimates to the life with AS or whatever condition you're dealing with. And the depression, though, can also develop as a side effect of medications for chronic disease and may develop or become worse as the chronic disease progresses. That is why it's very, very important to let your doctor know when you're having these feelings so that they can address it through either a different medication or look at the medications you're taking, or they can add a medication that might help you get through whatever item is that you're depressed about, whether it just be life in general or a particular situation. So the connection between spondylitis and depression, the article goes on to talk, spondylitis is a type of chronic inflammation and that affects the spine and sometimes the joints, the arms, legs, and depending on the type of spondylitis can cause inflammation, pain, and swelling in affected areas. It can also cause deterioration of the bones, and this may lead to spine deformities and functional limitations of areas like the spine, shoulder, and hips. And it can lead then to your back surgeries, your hip replacements, and everything else that falls into place from that. So spondylitis and depression are thought to be related through several different means. Spondylitis, inflammation, and depression. Well, the inflammation uh, from the spondylitis may affect levels of depression. Research has shown connections between depression and inflammation in the body. For instance, one study in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry found that people with higher rates of depression also had higher levels of C-reactive protein, which is a biological marker of inflammation. Increased levels of cytokines, which are substances involved in inflammation process in arthritis, are also linked to depression. The inflammation and inflammatory processes from spondylitis may contribute directly to depression. Spondylitis disease activity and depression. Well, this is just taking it a step further. Spondylitis disease activity that a person has has also been found to be associated with depression and different types of spondylitis. Disease severity as well as fatigue and poor sleep due to pain are shown to be associated with depression. Well, I, again, go back and say, no kidding. If I'm not sleeping, I'm in pain, I'm probably going to be depressed. 
if I'm depressed, that could lead to not sleeping well, being more pain. And so it's just that constant vicious circle. And that's where you need to keep your doctor involved. So they go on to talk about poor quality of life and sleep disturbances might create a difficult cycle of symptoms. One person wrote, it's a vicious cycle. Pain causes tiredness and tiredness leads to depression and anxiety. It just feels like you have no strength. You know this. And it's one of these things where it's very hard as you come into this condition and you're used to being an active person and now you have to accept that you might not be able to do what you did. And that can be very, very hard for people. I was diagnosed so long ago that it didn't really even you know, occur to me of what I could and couldn't do. And I was only over time losing mobility and losing the ability to do certain activities. So it just, it wasn't this one just here you go and deal with it. And so that type of depression didn't come on strong, but it was always underlying and it caused a lot of issues through my life. So it's always been there for me. It's just never been properly dealt with. One mechanism underlying the association between spondylitis disease activity and depression may be feelings of control over one's life and health status. Research has found an association between depression and AS disease activity, particularly in people who have had lower feelings of control over their health. Again, that makes sense. You're losing control of what you are normally able to do or what you think you're normally able to do, and that is a depressive condition. You know, it took me years of therapy to get to a point where I don't have that constant nagging depression, and I, I hope what my journey was like is not what all of your journeys like. I hope you all go much, much faster as you move through the process of accepting and then overcoming and, and conquering as you move through the, the mental aspect of the disease. So spondylitis pain and depression, as the article goes on to talk about, there's been connections that have been made between general pain and depression. And this pain is one of the main symptoms of spondylitis, which may explain the increased levels of depression in people with spondylitis. One person wrote, yesterday and today, I've been so miserable from all over pain. They said it's getting to where I can't walk that much and it makes me so depressed. Another person said, today I'm having a bad day. Still in pain, I am depressed, my mind is everywhere. They go on to talk about research has found that people with higher levels of pain due to arthritis in particular are more likely to be depressed and living with chronic pain every day is very stressful. Stress affects the brain's biochemistry and may cause depression. And then depression may also make a person more sensitive to feelings of pain which may in turn lead to worsening depression. So it's just, again, this vicious circle. And the article goes on to say, talk to your doctor. You know, there's ways to treat depression. And that could be talking with your doctor who can put you in touch with a therapist, a psychiatrist. There's antidepressant medications that you may look at. They will talk with you about if any of that makes sense for you. There's drawbacks to those medications, obviously. So make sure you're fully aware of all the benefits and drawbacks to them. Again, there's therapy could be talk therapy or psychotherapy or whatever is available to you in your part of the world. And all of this can help you manage your spondylitis depression part. On top of that, you then maybe can turn around and look at how you manage your AS. And that could be trying different medications, using a biologic if that's important to you. If you don't, maybe it's trying to control it with diet and using diet as you push through. So there's all the items, whether it be for medications like the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, the TNFs, the tumor necrosis factor blocking drugs, the interleukin 17A inhibitors like a Cosentix or any of those type, the corticosteroids, the DMARDs, which are disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs like methotrexate and sulfazine, and then again, there's biologics like mentioned, Enbrel, 
and Remicade, which are, you know, the tumor necrosis factor blocking medications. And then one of the other things is talk with everybody else that has AS. Talk with the people that are, you know, dealing with it like you. Reach out through one of the Facebook groups. Reach out on Instagram. There's all sorts of pages. Go to myspondylitisteam.com and reach out to somebody through there. Whatever it is that best serves your needs, let's work on not only getting a hand on the AS, getting control of how we are interacting with our bodies, but let's also get in control of how we're interacting with our mind. Let's get that depression under control if possible. Let's work with the therapist. Let's work with whoever it is that can help you and help you get in a position where you are much, much more comfortable with pushing forward through AS and what you're going to have to accept and deal with. So again, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not none of that. I'm just a person that's been dealing with AS for 35-ish years. I want to make sure that as you listen to my narrative and I talk on these podcasts, that maybe you see some of yourself in it. Maybe there's things in there that you see that you didn't want to see, like accepting it, dealing with it, overcoming it. So I hope some of this helps. I hope this is something that's good for you. And I thank you for joining me each week. It's really, really a honor that you do. And again, make sure to go out to the Axial Spinal Arthritis Facebook page and follow that, as well as on Instagram. It's AS underscore podcast. So I'll have links to those in the show notes. Please go out, follow those. I want to see those numbers start to climb. So with that, thank you so much. I appreciate you giving some of your time to listen to me and hope you have a wonderful week and I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Take care.